0: Moving to the weather on this last full day of summer, it's looking like it's only going to get colder for the rest of the week. Fall starts tomorrow. After all, let's go to Chief Meteorologist Bob Kovacic. Bob.
1: Sabrina, Mark, thank you. 66 will do it tomorrow. We could briefly touch 70 if we get in the afternoon sun, but breezy and cooler, trend in temperatures will down go down later in the day into the night.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Upbeat Podcast, a podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. Our guest today is the chief meteorologist at WNYT-TV, the NBC station in Albany, New York, a longtime friend, a longtime colleague, and now a member of the Kelly's Angels Board of Directors. We're joined today by Bob Kovacek. Bob, welcome.
1: Hey, Mark, thank you. And I am honored to be part of the group now that I'm part of the Kelly's Angels. Now that I'm, quote, unquote, retiring and getting away from the weather maps, I have more free time and more ability to just breathe and and take take over uh uh being part of the board of uh the board at kelly's angels and help out where and whenever i can so it's it's certainly my honor and you know what you do we all know what you do what you do is is phenomenal what you have done for 10 years or more
0: what what we do because you're now a member of the board. and yeah, we're, that's true. We're, right, right. We're thrilled about that, and you've been a supporter of the cause for many years. Uh, you embraced the cause early on when we first started doing this little run that we do on Mother's Day called yes. the Mother Love and 5K. You always helped us promote it on air and would give forecasts for it. So we're we're thankful and and appreciative of that. But we want to talk about you. Um, this I mentioned this is a podcast about perseverance and hope. You've had to persevere through. 50 years of being a meteorologist 45 years on television on that the doesn't, television that doesn't come easy This is a difficult business.
1: It is well, you know, i mean, if your end, different different end, but still you know The business can be very unforgiving and as far as as what you do and how you do it And and so yeah, uh, and the business has changed a lot down through the years Like a lot of other businesses are different now than they were at least when I started so yeah, it's um It's been great. I mean, I love, I'm doing, I'm doing what I love to do. And we've talked about this, uh, growing up, weather was my thing,
0: so to speak. Passionate about it. You're very passionate about it. You still are. You still get a Uh, twinkle in your eye when we have a a storm coming in or there's some I'm going to miss forecasting the weather when we get a
1: snowstorm over the winter that, you know, I like to be there and, and either get it right or get my lumps and bumps and not get it right. So, uh, that's the part of it. That's the part of it that uh, forecasting is. If you get it right, you know, because you are kind of
0: you put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, you feel like if you're wrong, you're letting people down. It's not like we do it intentionally and that, you know, we're lying intentionally. We take our best guess. And, you know, sometimes it goes down the tubes and it's done, finished out of here. Sometimes we're, you know, reasonably good, accurate. And so we kind of. And I think most meteorologists will say that you feel like you're letting the viewers down if you, uh, the forecast is, is not correct or rains when it was supposed to rain. So it's kind of, a I guess, a personal high that you figure you could beat Mother Nature. You never beat her because when you think you got her over a barrel, <laughs> man, something comes along out of left
0: field to whacks you. And you started uh, doing weather forecasts long before you became a meteorologist. Tell us about that.
1: Did it? Did it at home? Growing up in junior high school in Port Chester, Port Chester, P- New York, which is Westchester County. Westchester County. Grew up there. Um, used to chart the weather every day. Take a look at the thermometer, the barometer, the wind gauge, the rain gauge. Write it down what it was doing it a couple times a day.
0: And you're ten or twelve years old at the time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was just a science nut. You know, maybe a nut in other ways too, but just a nut <laughs> about weather. And uh, so I used to write it down and and track it and and and. I used to read my parents' for, for, my forecast for what it's worth with lim- limited knowledge back then every day what the weather's going to do how much snow's coming when it's going to rain blah 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 just from stuff that I see. this is long before the internet of course this is in the this is in the uh, '60s um, so it was I
0: so you would sit your parents down on the yes, couch yes. and say I've come up I've I've taken all the measurements. I've, yes. I've looked at the sky, I've, and this is my forecast, much the way you have done in people's homes for Forty, 50 years, yeah. 45 years.
1: Yeah. Uh, of course, there's things a lot different now. The technology is coming out of your ears. You've got so much technology to look at that it's almost overwhelming. There's almost stuff, so much stuff to look at. Your, your head can spin, and you could spend a lot of time looking at this and that. So at some point, you have to draw a line and say, I'm going to use this information, these forecast models, and make my forecast based on what I see, based on them. Because you could you could use these forecast models to forecast the weather all the time, okay? And 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 you could spend so much time uh, using that information. Somehow, at some point, you got to draw the line and say, "All right, well, this model says this. This model says that." You Draw the line and say, "All right, this is what I'm going to go with." Kind of instinct. It's it's. It's
0: something that you just know And based on experience, though, too, yeah, Absolutely. Right? You, you, need the, you need to know the topography. We don't need to get too science-y right. here, right. But, but that comes with experience. If someone comes in and it is not familiar with the topography in particular and, and the climate tendencies, it can be pretty difficult for them, right?
1: Top, topography in our area is very important. Mountains, lakes, rivers, valleys... All comes into play that the weather in one spot ten miles away in a different topographical area could have a totally different weather pattern. So Aunt Martha in in location A says, "Well, gosh, darn it, he was right." And then uh, Uncle Harry in location B says, "Those guys, it rained, and how come it's rained?" So you can all, you can be right <laughs> or wrong some days, as you know when you guys drive around, uh, the weather can vary from place to place, from time to time within the same day. So. I mean, I don't want to make it sound
0: like I'm crying. I'm just, <laughs> but, I'm just, or making excuses. But you, you've been a very public figure in the capital region of New York for many years. And people would approach you, I'm sure, at grocery stores, at restaurants, say, hey, Bob, you got it right, or hey, Bob, you didn't get it right. So they didn't they didn't mind telling you that.
1: They don't mind saying, they call it like it is. And, you know, especially some of the senior citizens will, will not... Um, mince words when they something <laughs> didn't, didn't happen that was supposed to, which is fine. I mean, that's the nature of the beast, and I don't, I don't really care as long as they're not, uh, you know, really harsh about it or. or threaten you or something, but as long as, long as they're honest, they could, they could say whatever they want, basically.
0: We're talking with WNYT meteorologist Bob Kavachik, the chief meteorologist who has been at the station, the NBC station in Albany for about 35 years, been on the air as a meteorologist for about 45 years, has been a trained meteorologist who graduated from Linden State College in Vermont, Uh, with a meteorology degree. So he's been a meteorologist for about 50 years. Um, Tell me about your parents, Jane and George Kovacic. Well, your research is good, buddy. You're the only child. Only Um, child. Grew up in Port
1: Chester. My dad delivered milk for years. Milk, dairy products, eggs, whatever, you know, cheese, door to door, and driving his his, his, uh, truck, which I always look back and say, "Well, how did he do that? Hard work. All year round. Getting up early, going out, getting on the road at, I don't know with the truck at 6 a.m. Whatever and all time, all kinds it was. of weather, all kinds of weather, and I look back and I said, I don't know how he did it through those winter days and the cold weather and the heat. It's like, wow, you know, and never complained, you know. I know I remember because he had to get up and out early. I remember in the evening after uh, when I got home from school in the late afternoon, he was snoozing on the on the on the chair because, you know, it's a long day. You're out in the cold. You're you're working hard and you just need a little nap and uh, uh, I. Came to realize why it was because he was tired, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, so, yeah. Um, he taught you the work ethic. Ec- ethic I then think and, so. I think and, so. And your and your mom worked too. She worked in an insurance agency uh, for several years, um, basically as a receptionist, kind of a in and out part time job because she was. But you know, unlike today, in some cases, mom was always uh, home uh, when I got home from school because she worked part time. So. By the time I got out of school, what three o'clock? She was home. Like a lot of parents aren't like that yeah, these days, yeah, and the kids come the home through an that. empty, yeah. uh, empty house, house with no, no parental guidance there. So, I mean, as you well know, the world has changed dramatically in, in our lifestyle and how things, how things happen, and, and having dinner. And it was always nice to sit down with my mom and dad and have dinner at the dinner table at five thirty
0: reconnect how was your day
1: what did you work on at school nothing wrong with that you know to stay in touch and and
0: exchange the the daily uh activity so and you have done that with your own children yep harrison and sarah
1: yep they're in their 20s my harrison harrison's 26 my daughter's 29 gonna be 30 very soon getting married in november Oh my gosh! In oh, Florida, right? I a wedding in Florida yes. that you're going to. I need mental help. And you're going to be dancing with her. Well, I'm going to try with a bad knee, but I'll do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> and the way I dance, she may not want to be dance dance with dad for sure. But, uh,
0: but you told me, uh, and I hope you don't mind, uh, you told me a heartwarming story. So your parents, because this is long before the internet, so you're on TV. You get uh, your first television job in in Albany. Mm-hmm. Uh, working at WTEN, and you're working there, and your parents had no way to see you. There was no internet, but Not they're very proud. Chester,
1: they, it was out of the signal range.
0: So they drive up from Westchester County uh, looking on for a, a place Friday. to stay, yes, yes. and they would spend the entire weekend just so they could watch you on TV yes. in a hotel. They would they would find a Holiday Inn or Holiday something. Holiday Inn in
1: Kingston, I remember it well, and they drive up to there, and they'd come up early soon enough early enough on a Friday, see me in the evening sh- shows and whatever, and then they'd go back on, on Saturday after that. So it was like just in so many ways we could always point to how the world was different how our lives are different back then as opposed to now and uh, it was always made me f- feel good that the, i would know that mom and dad are, are watching tonight, yeah yeah you
0: know and they must have been proud did they express that to you oh yeah, yeah i mean that was a different time where you know we all tend to tell our kids these days how proud we are of them how much we love them sure. all sorts of things but that was a different time in the Absolutely. growing up in the f- 50s Parents didn't say those things. Did they ever uh. express it to you, Bob? I don't mean to get too personal. No, no, I mean,
1: they, they, they did. I mean, my dad was a pretty quiet guy. Yeah. But I mean, I know he was proud, and, I, and my mom too. Just, you know, they just weren't overly expressive, I guess you could say. Yes, right. That, that generation was not. No, no. And it just, I mean, we sound like an old codger here <laughs> growing up in that era of the way the world, here's the way the world was. I mean, I tell it to my kids now, and they... Kind of just smirk and say. They think it was a thousand years ago. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. When you used to get up off the couch and turn the dial on the TV to turn it off and on. And uh, things that you don't, you don't need to do now. I mean, we're so, we're so locked into the technology that, uh, uh, you know, there's things that, that we have at our access that are so different now, you know.
0: We're going to take a a quick break uh, to thank our underwriters and sponsors now, Bob. But when we come back, I want to talk about kids a little bit more. Not just your kids, but kids have always had a soft spot. You've always had a soft spot in your heart for kids. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. This is the Upbeat uh, podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. And we're talking to WNYT chief meteorologist Bob Kovacic, who is retiring after 34 plus years at the station and 45 plus years on the air. Stay with us.
2: Support for Kelly's Angels and the Upbeat Podcast comes from Healthy Living Market and Cafe, an independent retailer of local, organic, and natural foods with stores in Saratoga Springs, New York, and South Burlington and Williston, Vermont. Healthy Living is proud to provide the finest and cleanest food at the fairest prices possible while supporting local farmers, producers, and the community. Learn more at HealthyLivingMarket.com The Old Bryan Inn, an iconic eatery in Saratoga Springs, New York that dates back to 1773. Enjoy delicious food, the warmth of its historic dining rooms, and friendly smiles and conversation. Reserve a table at com. And Longfellow's Hotel and Restaurant, a superb restaurant, sophisticated meeting and events location, and a destination for romantic getaways. At Longfellow's, you arrive as a guest and leave as a friend. Learn more at longfellows.com. If you're interested in promoting your business and supporting Kelly's Angels as an underwriter of this podcast, email us at kellysangelsinc.org. Now back to my dad's interview with the Capital Region's favorite meteorologist, Bob Kovacic.
0: And welcome back to The Upbeat, a podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. We're talking with Bob Kovacic, one of the newest members of the board of Kelly's Angels. (laughs) And Bob wanted to join the board. Uh, We had a conversation uh, about a year ago, I think, the first time, and he expressed some interest in joining the board. And I immediately embraced it and brought it back to our board uh, because I know how you are such a softy for kids. We yeah. are an organization which helps kids and you have a real soft soft spot in your heart for kids. Definitely. Uh, you did a, a segment on WNYT uh, for several years called 13 Kids Who Care. Whoa, you've uh, done your research, my spot, friend. <laughs> spotlighting spotlighting uh, some of the amazing children in the capital region of New York. And I know you did. You had a, a soft spot for, I, for a lot of those children.
1: And I used to, long time ago, fairly long ago, uh, was a member of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, you know? So I've always kind of had that feeling, that connection with the, with the younger folks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, there were some of those segments that you did in particular, the 13 Kids Who Care, uh, I remember seeing you get emotionally attached to some of those yeah. young people too. One, one I recall, passed away. Her name was Kelsey. That's right. And I remember you being particularly moved by yes. that. Yes. Um, you see
1: something like that with, with a young person, you know, passing away and it's, it really makes you think that, wow, how precious life is and, and, and how, how it can be very unfair. Uh, it happens, but it's... <laughs> it's pretty sad yeah
0: yeah and that's what this organization Kelly's Angels does it yeah. tries to bring some smiles to those folks who have been affected by cancer or other illnesses and Kelly's Angels is
1: you know you need a pat on the back too buddy
0: boy <laughs> i don't know about that but we have but we have a great board as you're as you're seeing no, now you it's you, so need,
1: you know what you're putting together what you do you, what you do is you need a Good people around you yeah. to to help out because it's not a one person job right. it's a, far
0: from it far, far from it from as it. Yeah. you found it's yeah. it's, a,
1: it's a group of people that uh, uh, are involved and can be involved and and do and help out
0: and do good things so that's what you have and that's great one of the things that uh, has been fun to talk about through the years is those people who aren't seeing this now because it's an audio podcast. Uh, Bob has a mustache. It's his signature. Many, many years you've had a mustache, but there have been times where you've shaved it (laughs) and you haven't uh, you didn't consult with management at the station, so right. that created a bit of controversy right. because, again, for those people not in the area, um, Bob's picture would be plastered on uh, billboards <laughs> and on si- the side of buses and at the uh, the arenas around the area. And sometimes if he would show up without a mustache, people would be like, wait, that's not Bob. Bob's got a mustache. All the pictures and the billboards and things <laughs> have mustaches. So you have shaved it a few times. You've thrown people for a loop.
1: I've also thrown management for a loop too. <laughs> yes. Because they've got the pictures of you from promotion of uh, with a mustache. Yeah. And then three days later it's gone. It's like, Oh, where's the mustache? You know what? I shaved it off. Too bad. I mean, I hate to be I hate to be that blunt, but it's like, you know, people change their, their hair, their coloring, whatever, and you know, and, and it's like, what's the difference? You know, they sometimes not to get into the T V thing, but they get pretty uh,
0: Anal about things, Very particular, yes, particular. definitely. So one time in particular, um, back when Kelly was sick, the, the namesake of this organization, she was ill, and uh, doctors had uh, prescribed a, a very new medicine, a new chemotherapy uh, that was very, very expensive, something we couldn't afford and uh, insurance wouldn't pay for it. Okay. It was it was tens of it was ten thousand dollars a treatment. So we wow. they our friends organized this fundraiser, which was called Kelly's Cause, which you and many, remember, many people yes. from WNYT came to. And as part of that, you auctioned oh, off, or, or we did this on your I behalf. The <laughs> shaving of your mustache went as an auction item and someone bid $1,200 just to see you shave your mustache. And we did that. We brought you up on stage. You were a tremendous sport about it. And we shaved your mustache off and uh, you raised $1,200 for the cause. Yeah, it was
1: obviously a good cause. And it was fun, you know, stuff like that. You gotta... Kind of fun, you You're know. You're
0: always I mean? a good sport, Bob, and you never take yourself too seriously, though. I That's, don't think that, you I mean,
1: can. I no, you really can't. I mean, I just my opinion, but you know, we do what we do, and we do the best we
0: can, and uh, let the chips fall where they may. Have you had to? We often talk about perseverance. Do you feel you've had to persevere much uh, in those business have, you, have there, not necessarily business related, but it could be, or personal wise. You you lost your dad, then you lost your mom. Right, right. Those things are difficult to. Oh, absolutely! This, especially since you didn't have siblings, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, it was it was tough. I mean, I was you know married at that point and had grow, bring our kids up very young. So, I mean, just I, it's hard to describe. Life goes on, you know, and you move forward and you keep walking, moving forward, and, and go on. It's it's a cycle of life, I guess you could say. But right? it's not
0: easy. Oh no. no! And you'll always you always carry those people you lose. Oh, of with course, you. absolutely, absolutely. But, what, what, I'm not sure when this will drop exactly, but I want to ask you this. What will you be thinking? What's going to be going through your mind on Monday, October 3rd, when you are when you will say goodbye to the... Oh,
1: that's going to be very tough. That'll be emotional. I've, I've become a very emotional person about hearing things about my kids and just emotional. So, you know... As I said the other day, maybe, uh, maybe it's October 3rd of 2024. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not this year. No, I, it's going to be very emotional. And, and just think of all, you know, we all have our lives and our memories of growing up and what we've done for our, our livelihood and our family. So it'll be emotional. I mean, a lot of people come through the doors at Channel 13, as you know. Some are still there. Some are not there. So there's been a lot of, a lot of good people who have been there who've gone on to do other things or you know, are no longer with us, you know, but that's, again, the fact of life, cycle of life. So yeah. it is what it is, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, you know, and. Uh, do you feel, are you feeling grateful at all? Are you feeling grateful for the career you've had? Oh, absolutely. I did what I wanted to do growing up. I did what I thought I could. I mean, I never thought about going to college for that and getting a TV. I know nothing about TV back then, but so I've did, I never felt like I was going to work. Every day, It was going to do something that I enjoyed doing, and it was not something that I said, oh, gosh, i got to go to work again tomorrow or today. So that was never something that uh, went through my mind.
0: Excellent. Anything you want to add, Bob, about um, your career, your family, your children? Any, anything that, we have, that I failed to talk about?
1: Well, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm going to miss. You know, I'm going to miss the, the the daily grind, so to speak, the daily fun, the daily daily inter, interaction.
0: Um, Things we say in the commercials.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and I should write a book about what's what comments are made during commercials, and you know. But that's internal stuff. It's just it's part of the game. No, I just I'm going to miss the the routine doing what I do, and I'm still looking for other venues as I as I uh, retire. I mean, Kelly's Angels was one of the things that I wanted to, one of the organizations I wanted to be involved with officially, and I'll probably look at a couple other uh, volunteer uh, possibilities out there. Uh, I don't really want to look for another job because I'm retired. You know, you're retired, I'm 73, so I'm retired, you know, so it'll be just um, enjoying life and, and going forward from there and enjoying every day, I guess.
0: And maybe going on a safari. Oh, that's my bucket list.
1: I want to go on a safari in Africa. Yeah, I do. I do. Maybe next year, I'll take my son. My daughter could care less. She doesn't want to do that. But my son would like to go on a safari too. So that may come around next year when when it's a good time. Yeah.
0: You mentioned your your son and daughter one last thing. Uh, I had a conversation with them today. And uh, Sarah said that uh, no matter how much work you had to do, no matter how you always made it to all the events, You 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 brought them where they needed to be you always got where they needed to be so that's a testament to you that's what uh, that's what dads
1: do that's what parents do is is you know
0: give your kids a
1: give your kids a, everything you can and and do for them and, and help them out through their growing up years you know so that's a good thing it is a good thing
0: Bob Kavaci thank you this was fun
1: oh it was absolutely fun mark thank you very much I where do you get to sit down and talk about yourself for this length of time and 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 people probably say what the heck is this about but anyway thank you thank you and I and I um, I enjoy very much working with you ditto and 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 the anchor desk and and you're a you're a Sharp, smart fellow for sure. <laughs> I, yes, you are. Don't, don't <laughs> bah, 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 bah. you're very, very. You are an excellent anchor, and you are very dedicated to what you do and your research, and your and your studying of stuff. So, uh, it's my pleasure to be working with you. Believe me.
0: Ditto. I mean, I, I consider it a privilege. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Mark. I'm Mark Mulholland. Until next time, stay on the Upbeat.
2: If you enjoy the Upbeat, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have topics you'd like us to cover on The Upbeat, please send your ideas to theupbeatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. On behalf of the volunteer board of Kelly's Angels and the families we help who are facing life-threatening conditions, thank you for listening to The Upbeat.
0: Nice job, McKenna Rose.
2: Thanks, Dad, you too.